0: Ahoy, 100 hoy, morrows! tomorrow's with a zero because we're in, we're doing numbers today, triple digits. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I feel like everything changes from here, everything needs to be rethought. Welcome to a new age. I don't know. Maybe we'll finish out the rest of the year before we revamp magically. Uh, editor Dan <laughs> with his Sharpie in red, and uh, I do
1: have a Sharpie actually right here. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I actually have two. Oh. Hey, I mean I mean next I year will just be have one, I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. I was going to say I uh I mean next year will be year 3 so you've already eclipsed uh Space 1999 or what will soon to be. So... That's <laughs> right. They only made they only made two seasons to that show, so.
0: A gentleman Joey here to say we're definitely on that level of quality. <sighs> we can only hope. At least season 1. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i think their season two i warmed up to and i feel like our season two is kind of similar i think we're we're following a,
0: a you preferred last trajectory. year to this year i think this was a better year hmm i don't know
1: yeah it's tough it's tough because I, I feel like there's some good movies last yeah, year yeah yeah i think that's what it is i think that we we did start out of the gate with a lot of really good movies but yeah I mean, I mean this year also had a lot of a lot of nice treats so yeah i think it's probably yeah i think we're probably on par
0: i think they're both about equal any lessons you've uh you've learned this year over mm-hmm. last year where you're like, boy, glad we're doing that.
1: Yeah, I think I think we definitely we we get down to business a lot better. I think in this one and not necessarily like a a, a jab at what we did previously. I think it just now we're I think it just feels more focused
0: to me. I think there's more yeah, confidence in the show where yeah. we're ready to get to it. Although this episode is already going against that.
1: I think we have we have it's a, a hundred. Yes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can we can we can expound a little bit more. I remember to stay tuned for the end of the episode to see what Dan's curse word is going to be. Long hyped. Long hyped. <laughs> I, I i can't wait to say it, so I might say it early. I know it's fucking going to be something old-timey or something. Like, it or something. We'll see. I, we'll see. We can only hope, I guess. I'm I'll, I, I think I'll hit it with you pretty early, so you'll know. All right. It's weird because we're hitting 100, but also the year's about to end, and some of these thoughts could be saved for then, but... Yeah. Hey, hundred episodes—that's a lot of them. Can't I mean, we, I guess we, it's 100 a hundred—it's it. hundred asterisks, right?
1: Yeah, hundred, hundred, like regular episodes. I mean, we well, even done more. no, even yeah. still,
0: there's an asterisks because we did the Roadhouse episode. That's true. Really, next episode's the <laughs> the one, but that's all right. Well, that's fine. That's a lesson I learned. Is that would have been a bonus episode had I known better.
1: Yeah, but you live and learn.
0: That's right. Live, laugh, love. Yep. In that order. Ah, that's my problem. I've always been mixing it up. I know that about you. That's, I try to start with yeah. love, but they're like, you forgot to live. Yeah, you gotta live first. And I clearly do not laugh nearly enough. though. No, that's definitely true. All right, we are 100 episodes, as we said. So this was a very easy one to remember, number-wise. Mm-hmm. You have to look it up like, what is it, 94?
1: Yes. And, and we had a little bit of a joke about this one. Um, do you want to make it? Yeah, I mean, that we've had this in our pocket, and it's our ace in the hole, if you will. <laughs> well, we we did. We We're yeah. here. We, we will, yeah. but
0: uh, Ace in the Hole, indeed, released June 14th, 1951 from Paramount Pictures. A lot of Paramount lately, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Directed by old Billy Wilder. He's back. Uh, this was written by him and Walter Newman and Lesser Samuels. Trying to make a lesser is more something joke, but it didn't happen soon enough. And mm-hmm. then I see. Oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. I'm
1: just gonna he wrote, He also wrote uh, No Way Out, uh, which you've done as well. Did Plus we do Saturday. No Way Out? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, with um, Cindy Poitier. That's right. Hundred episodes, huh? <laughs> for 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 once, I actually remember. <laughs>
0: normally, it's the other way around. I could have never forgot to that one yet. Well, I hope it yeah, was a good episode. Normally, I'm the one like, oh yeah, we didn't do that, and you're like, no, we did. And then, Dan, Wikipedia said story by Victor Desney. Is that that guy who sued? It says uncredited.
1: credited. Is that was that a, is that a thing? I didn't catch that. Oh, okay. was that. the? Yeah, it was part of the plagiarism thing. You're right. Yeah. Is that who that is? Yes, it is. Yeah.
0: OK, I don't know if that deserves to be on Wikipedia then.
1: Yeah. But also, I, I
0: read book, something yeah. in, in the Wikipedia write up, which I didn't use, but I, mm-hmm. I glanced at and it said something I've never seen in one before, which it said hooked up. Used, oh
1: well, like someone say like someone hooked up.
0: Yeah, they hooked up together. And yeah. That's, that's just not something I've ever read <laughs> in Wikipedia before, or most anything. There had to be a better way to say that.
1: Well, I, I like I say all the time, there's a first
0: for everything, I guess. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're coming into town, Dan. We're coming into New Mexico. We're being towed through this time. I love that intro where he's just <laughs> Yeah, it's it's comical. It is comical, but it really just tells you everything about Mm. this guy. And this thing combines three of my favorite things, Dan, film noir, journalism, and Billy Wilder
1: and Kirk Douglas. (laughs) Uh, Kirk
0: Kirk Douglas, fantastic actor. Horrible, horrible man who, who, you know, assaulted an actor. Mm -hmm. Can't make it to the favorites list when you do that. But what a performance. Billy Wilder, as far as I know, his record is clean. Mm-hmm. But again, love journalism movies. It's my second favorite genre. So to see these two come together. And I guess also while we're here, this is one that's debated in the film noir community, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I would where say so. You, where do you fall on this? I mean, obviously we're doing the movie. Mm-hmm. There's that. I...
1: I mean, it's similar to Sunset Boulevard. Um, I mean, if we want to make a like, you know, that's the way I look at it. Is if, if if we're calling Sunset Boulevard film noir, I I think this is. I mean, obviously, it's the same director, but I uh, I would put it in the same type of category where it's it's like an off the beaten path in a way. Like it's it's not Aura is what came to
0: mind for me. Really? Like, yeah. As far as I like, all right, we're we're calling it based off of this. All right. Well, then that must mean that this is. if we're using that mindset, then here mm. we are
1: interesting yeah i wouldn't have, i wouldn't consider laura because laura it feels more uh like more on the mystery end of things and right and that, exactly. in that in that sense I, I would definitely classify it more in the film noir realm but yeah this one i would i would argue it is i mean i mean, yeah like you said we're we're obviously doing it i think there's there's definitely moments um and i think it's such a dark movie. Like this movie depresses me every time I watch it. And <laughs> and it depressed me just as much watching it this time.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: because it's so relevant today as it was back then and so incendiary, I think.
0: Oh, well, um, that's just humanity. This thing's always right. going to be relevant. We're right. never going to change as a society. This is just one and of That's the, what's sad. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's what Billy Wilder did best is just reveal what's inside ourselves already. Yeah. I think it is a noir, hundred percent. I, I understand the, you know, like oh, I don't know quite because it's not your stereotypical, you right. know, it Doesn't follow the tropes we usually see, but it's like you're saying, it is just a dark film. You know, I think we're seeing criminal, a con man yeah, do his yeah, work, I mean,
1: right? And there is there is a murder in it. Um, right. There is a reckoning with the murder in it. Crimes know. are committed. Yeah, like like all the elements are there.
0: Fatal. Um, yeah cinematography yeah i mean that cave stuff is as film noir as anything i've ever seen once you're in there yeah i'm on board with it and again we're here so there's that Mm -hmm. but you know if someone says otherwise i get it i understand but i'm not on board uh so he's getting towed into town this is chuck tatum dan kirk douglas Mm -hmm. and uh, he's a journalist he's been (laughs) kind of thrown from city to city for reasons we'll see based off of his actions in this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he makes his way into the Sun Bulletin newspaper and just starts strutting around like he owns the place. He's like, yeah, I read your paper. Hey, it sucks. But give me yeah. a job. I can make this thing great. We can really start selling these. I'm giving For you... specifically,
1: it's Albuquerque. So we want to set the stage that it's in it's in New Mexico.
0: Yeah, so he's just trying to get a job. He's charming everyone. There's that sign, the that truth... It brought-
1: Yet. yeah yeah tell yeah like rule the only rule or something like that is to tell the truth tell the truth to, yeah. yeah isn't that something who said it well mr boot said it that i did the needlework Oh, okay i wish
0: i could coin him like that if i ever do would you embroider it for me
1: oh.
0: it's coming in hot this film and this character yeah And he's also just like, here's why I got fired from all these places. You know, I got sued when I was working in New York. And, you know, I'm sleeping with people's wives and the boss's wife.
1: All sorts of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, I'm
0: a bad guy. And I also liked it, too, when the boss was like, well, you know, if you try to sleep with my wife, she's like a grandmother at this point. She'd be happy if you did. so." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's some good laughs. And he's like, cool, I'll take this job. I'm going to be out of here in no time. You suckers will be eating my dust. Yeah, that'll be great. And then the whole year goes by.
1: Yeah. Surprisingly, he <laughs> lasted a year, honestly.
0: Oh, and they also say don't drink. Yeah. You like to drink. On the job. On the job. But, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, you can smoke in the office, but you can't drink in here. And he's like, fine. But a year later, he's like, I'm fucking drinking. I hate this job. Things are bad. And they're like, you think things are bad now? Go- You're on assignment to go <laughs> cover a rattlesnake hunt. Yeah, that's not a fun job. And you're taking this little kid reporter. Basically, you're Jimmy Olsen. Mm. Herbie Cook. Good luck, you guys. And uh, so they're on their way and they're like, all right, let's make a stop. You know, you're in some gas. Yeah, the randoms of New Mexico. We're going to gas up. And they're like, oh, you can't gas up now. Things are bad. Someone's trapped in a cave. Uh Oh, Yeah. It's a cave. That's a Native American cliff dwelling. It's the sacred mountain of the seven vultures, in fact. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of racism towards Native Americans in this film as well. That's yeah, a heads up. But you know, hey, the people doing it get there. There's, there's at least that good news. And he's like, you know what, Chuck? He senses opportunity. He's like, this could be it. Finally, something's come along in New Mexico, Albuquerque, that I could do something with. And he, this kid's on board. He really admires this, like, fast-talking Chuck Tatum. You know, he's a, he's a breath of fresh air into the small town. He's, yeah, he's
1: been in major markets. You know, he's, you know, big time. Talks a big game.
0: And so they go and check it on this guy who fell in the cave. He, his name is Leo. He's not doing so hot, but... <laughs> Yeah, his legs
1: trapped and uh, he's also the owner of the, we find he's the owner of the, um, they call it like a curio shop, but it's basically like a rest stop sort of thing where they have like, you know, gift shop slash like diner restaurant and gas station. All yeah, like a rest com- stop com- kind of yeah. thing.
0: You know, you're one stop in the middle of nowhere, you know, for another yeah. 70 miles or God knows. Yeah, how. middle of
1: nowhere. Yeah.
0: He's not feeling so hot being trapped in this cave. Chuck's like, everything's going to be all right. I got you. Let me get a picture of you. And he goes back to the trading post, calls his boss. I got something. Finally. I know you wanted rattlesnakes, but this is front page. I smell an opportunity. Mm -hmm. We're going to move some papers together. You and I sir. then they go to check in this guy, Leo. He is married to a woman named Lorraine. That's our Jan Sterling. Mm hmm just does a fantastic job in this movie. Very good performance.
1: Yeah, she first flags them down as they're driving in she's like, "Yeah, I'm his wife and take him in closer to the go into the actual cave." Because she was like trying to bring like a, a thermos to him, which she's like, "Oh, I'll take, I'll take it to him.
0: Yeah, don't mind if I do." Yeah. <laughs> and uh she's not feeling too psyched about this whole thing. She's an unhappy wife. She's basically wanting to leave this town and this guy anyways.
1: Yeah, they, he met her in Baltimore and she was like a, I guess she was like a dancer or something like that. And, or she was somewhere in like the bar scene and then Leo picked her up and like made all these promises, like, oh, I'm just, you know, made it sound like he's like this big shot, you know, and, and kind of sold her on this dream going back to New Mexico, where he's from. And then she gets there and it's like, yeah, this is not what I pictured
0: it would be. <laughs> yeah. He like just got out of the war and yeah, this is the life he can provide. So she's like, this okay. he's trapped. He can't come after me. I'm going right. to just leave. This sounds great. Uh, you can't hope for a better opportunity than this. But Chuck is like, hey, whoa, that's not going to look good. What kind of wife would you be if you left while your husband is trapped in a cave? Like, You got to mm-hmm. stay. But he's also like, there's opportunity here for everybody. Because this whole thing, with this whole story, the way he's able to spin it. It turns into a uh, a big carnival, if you will, Dan. Yeah, yeah. The title, yeah. The title <laughs> to this movie. Things are going great. There's families here. You, uh, in particular,ly get a vacationing family. Dan, what's their name? That is, I can't believe you have to look this up. This is one of my all time favorite names.
1: What the? Is it the Federber? Fetterber. Federber? Federber. Okay.
0: I can't believe I'm telling you how to pronounce a name this episode. That's I how didn't... you know it's one hundred.
1: Well, it's also because I watched this movie, uh, uh, when did I watch this? Like four days ago? <laughs> Five days ago? So it, my memory's a little bit hazy. I, I it. showed
0: this to Brooke last year, and we have not stopped saying the name Federber ever since. It's that funny. That's good. Yeah. Later on in this broadcast, we will try to get Mr. Tatum to this microphone.
1: In the meantime, I'm sure you'll want to hear from some of the folks who have gathered here to hope and pray for Leo's rescue. This gentleman right here, what is your name, sir? Faderber. <clears throat> Al Faderber. What business are you in, Mr. Federber? in the insurance game in Gallup. Uh, feel right at home, Mr. Federber. speak right into the microphone, please. <clears throat> uh, we're from Gallup. Uh, this is Mrs. Federber and the boys. It's a very wonderful thing to see a man and his family come all the way from Gallup to join us here during these anxious days.
0: Well, I didn't exactly what
1: you call join.
0: I heard you talking to some other people on the radio last night. We were over there in our trailer having supper, and they said they were the first ones here. I hate to call anybody a liar, but that just plain isn't so. My wife will bear me out. Uh, Nellie, who were the first people here? Tell them. Why, we were. I wouldn't lie about a thing like that. Well, oh, I'm sure you wouldn't, Mrs. Federber.
1: And now, Mr. Federber, what is your reaction to this wonderful job being done here? Oh, I think it's
0: wonderful. I run up against accidents all the time. I know what I'm talking about. I'm in the insurance game myself. You never can tell when an accident's going to happen. I sure hope Leo had the good sense to provide for an emergency like this. Now you take my outfit, the Pacific All-Risk. We have a little policy that covers... Thank you. very much, 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 Mr. Gerber.
1: Well, I just kept thinking about how he's like, is like the callback to uh, the Pacific
0: All-Risk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This takes place in the same universe as Double Indemnity.
1: Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) I would love it if just like, there was like a Billy Wilder-verse, you know? like
1: Yeah. I mean, but, there is.
0: I mean, yeah, but even beyond this, like, you know, Sunset Boulevard is in that world. Although I guess that's the real world. So you have to keep it. Away, yeah. But, you know, technically, technically, yeah. Who plays Mr. Federber, Dan?
1: That is, let me go back to my list here. Uh, it's Frank Caddy. Katie. Kate, is it Katie? I'm doing it again, Dan. I love loving this episode. Yeah, you're, you're, I feel like our roles are reversed in this show. I'm remembering <laughs> things. You're pronouncing <laughs> things. What's, what's going on here?
0: Freaky Friday. Do you yeah. remember him from past movies?
1: I'm trying to remember. He walked by night, right?
0: I believe is he might be in that one. Yeah.
1: What else is he in? He's in Rear Window? I mean, I, I know you why well, you know him because Thank he you. was he was in Green Acres. I You're know Damn that.
0: right, he was in Green Acres. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: he's in DM- Oh, he's Asphalt Jungle and yep. DOA. Wow, look at yeah. that. And he's, Flamingo Road.
0: He's definitely in the most uh film noir actor in the Green Acres family.
1: Family, yeah. Outside of uh, old uh, Eddie Albert.
0: Well, he was only in one unfortunately. I know, that's what I'm saying.
1: He was he was the next one in line after him.
0: I'm still looking around. I think there could be more. Yeah. But not as many as I would like. Yeah. But he's great. Love him. Always great to see them. And yeah, he's like <laughs> the whole Federber clans in town. They're like, yeah, we want to see what's going on. We're on vacation. What What better to show the kids than some guy who's trapped in a hole? I mean, all this is based on stuff that happened. So, I mean, you can yeah. only laugh at it so much, but yeah, what a, a weird thing. How just people are attracted to tragedy, you know,
1: but that's, and that's exactly the big part of this movie. I mean, obviously, but I mean, that's, that's such a big thing and how of how it ex- escalates and you know, how the media and how society looks at that.
0: It's dark, Dan. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's so dark. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: Kirk Douglas is such a piece of shit in this and he's so good at what he does. He's just like knows how to work everybody, the whole town, the sheriff. So he basically works out with the sheriff. I can get you reelected if you give me the exclusive rights to this guy trapped in a cave like I'm the guy who talks to him.
1: And he gets deputized.
0: Yeah, he gets, he gets <laughs> a badge, yeah. So he's got the town on him with him on this. Um, So you get to see just, like, the darkness of the law. It's bad all around. And they actually
1: build, like, a legit carnival. And the price, the admission price keeps increasing throughout the film.
0: Yeah, oh, my God. And there's that one point in the movie where they do that song. Do you remember what that was called, Dan?
1: Yeah, it, it actually had the title in it, in the song. And they're, like, selling the sheet music there. Um, they're
0: like, we're, we're coming for you, Leo, or something like yes, that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: exactly. I think that's exactly right. Hang in yeah. there, Leo. <laughs> yeah, which is amazing.
0: It's a hell of a song. Yeah. I wonder if they released it. It's really cool, though.
1: Well, yeah, we'll look into it, see if we can uh, get maybe get the audio in it or something.
0: That's true. Well, I mean, it was in the movie. Your boy. That's true. It in. That's true. After all the times I did it for Neo Noir Vemper, Dan. Right. Why not one more time for episode 100.
1: Uh, I I'm, lo- I'm looking for it now by the awesome, way awesome awesome i'm on the i'm on the case i wish i knew the name of the i gotta look up the name of the artist because i don't have it like right like i wonder if that was actually like a real artist right i'm looking so the band was called rhythm wranglers and the <laughs> rhythm was spelled r-y-t-h-e-m i'm trying to see if i can find
0: Okay, so it was written by Jay Livingston and Ray Evans. The song is called We're Coming, Leo. Yeah. And that's all it says. <laughs> oh, wait, there's a Livingston and Evans.com reference to this. Let's see mm-hmm. what we've got, Dan. Episode 100, we Google now. Yes. Finally. <laughs> before we just made it up. You might not want to listen to the facts we've given you before this. Oh, it doesn't really tell you anything. But But it's still pretty interesting. But Dan, if you want to know the name of their ASCAP company, it's Famous Music Corporation. Oh. Then you better believe that international copyright is secured. Got to. Anyways, that was a fun song. Way to go, Livingston and Evans. You guys, you killed it, as usual. And so much so that even Lorraine is like, this is great. Something's finally happening in this town. I'm making some money. Yeah, Isn't selling this,
1: all kinds of hotcakes, literally.
0: It's a good <laughs> <laughs> hotcakes. They selling like hotcakes, Dad. Yeah, things are good. Maybe this Chuck guy knows what he's talking about after all. Everyone's very impressed with the spiel. Lorraine, Jimmy Olson, and the crooked cop—they're all on board. Well, we so, should
1: also mention why why this is is dragging out. I guess I don't know if you were going to get to that now, but
0: watch Um, it happen it's happening what do you got yeah exactly
1: i mean the reason reason why a lot of this is able to take place is that you know kirk douglas uh, kind of makes the decision when he finds out that yeah we can get him out the easy way in in relatively short time or we can go and drill and it's going to take longer it's going to take maybe up to like what was it like a week and he's like Maybe longer
0: than that. It was a long time. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, no,
1: we should we should drill. We should drill. And and they make that
0: decision. Yeah. So it was like drilling or they could go get some men down there and like put up some beams or some whatever beams, to yeah. help keep it up. Right. They were nervous about that just because like rocks could fall on them. But it was clearly the easiest way to go. But between right. Kirk Douglas and the crooked sheriff, they're able to convince this guy. And they're also, you know, like, they're like, hey, you, you want in on this, too. Right, buddy? Like, right. I mean,
1: he wants to squeeze as much out of as, as he can. And, and the sheriff wants to get reelected, too. So there's all that kind of going on.
0: Yeah, all is well. All is going to go ahead and do on this. So they're like, you know, yeah. we could <laughs> ruin your whole career. There's mm-hmm. other drill people. So what are you going to do? So uh, now Lorraine, she's feeling great. She's got cash coming out of the wazoo and she goes to Chuck and she's like, this is great. Hey, you and me, this could be good and oh my god when it happened the way the scene is shot is is very dark and and frightening and sad but when she's just like so happy and feeling good about it and she's like going to kiss him and he just slaps her and just like watching that face go from like joy to horror
1: yeah so bad
0: and he's like that's the way you need to look get out there and sell some more hotcakes yeah he's
1: he's pretty brutal
0: he's good at those roles And more people are coming out. It's a a bigger carnival at this point. And Chuck now is like, let's leave the paper we're working for. We can do way better. You know, we'll syndicate this thing. Everybody wants to know what's going on with it. Right. He's been working the phones with his old boss in New York. Mm -hmm. He's taking calls from everybody. Even Philadelphia wants them, Dan. Yeah, Even Philadelphia. (laughs) I can't believe it. This scumbag. (laughs) And everyone's also just like, what's up with this? How come this guy gets to go and talk to this guy in a hole? What's up with that? And they're like, well, yeah, he's deputized. He's got a badge. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, he
1: really inserted himself in this situation to make sure that he could control everything. I mean, the narrative, but also just everything. He's like, you know, talking about coming back to the whole tell the truth thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, he's telling his truth about it, but he's the one manipulating it and making it that you know what i mean like exactly he's he's basically like making up this storyline to happen as it's happening he's right and directing it
0: yeah Yeah. i mean he waited a year for any kind of opportunity and he is ready yeah he's on top of it yeah and so he's getting closer with chuck gaining his trust inside or with leo uh and chuck are getting close in the cave he's like i got an anniversary coming up can you make sure that my wife gets the present? I think this thing could make us closer again. Things have been tough. Nobody's coming into our shop. The hotcakes mm-hmm. aren't selling like hotcakes. And, and like, there's multiple ah.
1: moments where, where he's like, oh, she loves me, right? Like she's worried about me. And he's like, yeah. Oh, he <laughs> lies
0: to him constantly. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's yeah. like, no, no, Your wife is totally into you. She didn't try to hit on me. <laughs> yeah. She's not trying to run away with me. Nobody's quote unquote hooking up Wikipedia. Yes. So, they buds. They're like, we got, I got you. I wouldn't do that to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, never.
0: And so, his old boss comes back. I should have said his name because it's also good. Jacob Q. Boot mm-hmm. <laughs> of the Albuquerque. I was like, Sun Mr. Boot. Bulletin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Mr. Boot. For Derber, Mr. Boot. This is a hell of a good script, Dan, just the names alone. Oh, yeah. And so, the Boot is back and he's like, I know what you're into. And this is not how you do journalism. How dare you? And he's like, this is exactly how you do journalism. And if you'll excuse me, New York is calling and they want to pay me $1,000 a day to do this. So looks like I know what I'm doing, boot. And he gives boot the boot. More people are coming in. The sheriff is running for his campaign. Lorraine is like, I want to get the hell out of here. I don't like this thing. I want to go to New York with you. Get me out of Albuquerque or New Mexico, I guess, because they're in a small, yeah, like out of town town you know we're rattlesnake new mexico or whatever yeah <laughs> and uh you know and this thing is like a big carnival at this point too like there's everything you would expect there rides and snacks and songs and everything this time when she's begging him to come with him he's a little more into it and he kisses her and it's not a romantic kiss <laughs> no it's not one you should be falling for more time passes dan a whole that's what most of the runtime of this movie is that just feeling bad for this guy trapped in the cave because you feel it i will say with this viewing it was the shortest it's ever felt uh, not good. that it feels like a long movie but it's
1: longer than most that we've been doing for sure i mean yeah, it's almost two hours so that's
0: just it but it's billy wilder this guy knows what he's doing yeah no it's, it doesn't feel too long the performances are great and everything's tight like everything needs to be in there yeah except for poor leo he doesn't need to be in that cave but no
1: he, he didn't deserve that
0: no and he also didn't deserve the pneumonia he just got mm-hmm. which he has a doctor checking in on him and leo's like am i gonna be all right And she's like yeah buddy you'll live and the doctor's like no he's gonna fucking die like what are you doing yeah he's got like 12 hours left so hope you like him He's also being driven crazy by the drilling. It's just this constant pounding. Yeah, and he's like, "Could you at least just stop that? That would make me happy." And bring a priest. It's it's about last rites time. Right, I, I'd appreciate some last rites. And Chuck's like, "No, no, you got this, buddy. We're gonna keep on drilling." And he goes back and he goes to the guy who's drilling. He's like, oh, can you put those off? <laughs> the beams up like we were going to do? And he's like, no, no, no. We, it's too late. Yeah. We were, did the drilling. It was one or the other, not both. So yeah, this is it. And Leo is just like,
1: uh, I kind of messed up, didn't uh, I? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Chuck gives Lorraine the anniversary present and she's not too into it. She doesn't
1: want to wear it. It's a scarf.
0: Yeah. And she's also like, hey, remember how you said you hated how I look. I'm changing my hair and everything. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Put this thing on instead. And she's like, no. And he starts to strangle her with it. Yeah. Which is not good. And then she's like, I know what I got to do. And stabs him with some scissors. Yep.
1: Right in the, the waistline.
0: <laughs> Love the scissor stab. But he's like, this isn't going to face me. And he goes and continues his business. Gets the priest into the cave He's like, hey Leo, don't worry I gave her your present, she loved it Yeah, She thought it was so good She thinks you're the best husband you know, <laughs> She she thinks getting stuck and dying In this cave was the greatest thing ever You're, you're awesome you're, you're dying a hero, things are great And he dies He goes back outside And he's like There's nothing we can do anymore There's nothing anybody can do He's dead, do you hear me? I go on home, all of you. The circus is over. And now everybody knows the story. All the, the reporters who have been kept on the sidelines are like, cool, what a scoop. And like, well, what'd you do that for, dude? And he's like, ah, that's all right. I don't need to do that because clearly I'm dying, even though I, no one still knows. Yeah. And he calls the New York office and he's like, I, I got something for you. Here's a story me dying and all this stuff and the guy's like yeah i don't care about that like yeah you fucked up and you're fired and good luck with that so it's like oh all right jimmy olsen come on take me back to the boot office
1: mm-hmm. and you got by the way at this time too you get the that that really like super bum shot of of uh leo's father like just walking around the empty lot i guess you could say leading up to the cave where all the spectators have been because they all i tailed it out of there the minute they found out that he was dead they all just left and then you just have like all the trash left and like just like the remnants and it's just yeah it's super yeah just, and the like... father
0: is like the only person who actually like cared and loved about this guy and yeah, right. you, get, you get the shots of, like all the cars leaving and stuff like right. that
1: yeah
0: that's that and now chuck's back at the office and he's like i'm confessing here's some good stories for you yeah uh, your story
1: so, is that i killed him
0: yeah <laughs> that's something that was a scoop and he is like you dog you can have me for nothing i'm free and then, yeah and then he dies
1: and then he falls right in front of the camera perfectly yeah. it's a great great ending shot
0: that whole ending really reminded me of the end of double indemnity too
1: oh yeah definitely because you have that kind of moral reckoning.
0: Like the confession, the boss, right. but just a, a different angle. I mean, it's the flip side of double indemnity in many ways.
1: Yeah, that Billy Wilder, you know, he knows how to direct, doesn't he?
0: I, he knows what he's doing. I think he's yeah. really going to take off and be something. Yeah. What's the lesson here, Dan? Don't push your story and make this guy die in 11 days. Maybe just get him out right away and hope that that's a good story.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of speaks to, you know, like we said earlier, it's kind of like there's like a sense of depravity, but it's also just like, he manipulated the situation for his own means at everyone else's expense, whether it's the victim, the direct victim of of the fall in Leo's case, or just people in, in his life, his family, and then the people that were spectators, the newspaper people, I mean, everybody, you know, he manipulated every situation in this movie for, for his own selfish gains. And what did that leave him? I mean, he basically killed one guy died you know he you know like you lost everything in the process and and yeah it's just
0: beautiful film of, noir ending i mean that's another yeah. argument for it is that ending come on
1: i'm gonna say it right now yeah this was a damn fine movie
0: oh wow
1: there, there it is right there folks.
0: episode 100 <laughs> what does that translate to in score my friend
1: um uh, I would give it an eight point five. I, I I love this movie. I, I I every time I watch this movie, it's been a little while. I will admit, but it, it like I said, it's such like an incendiary movie. And you watch it today, even if like I imagine if you watched this for the first time now, you'd be like, holy crap, this is so relevant today. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like everything about it just still resonates. And it and you think about the social media age and and everything everything moves so quickly and. Yeah, I mean, things have changed to a degree, but in many ways they haven't. And that's what really is very depressing about it. It's just how relevant this movie has stayed since 1951.
0: It's only grown in relevance. Yes, exactly. You know, we we see the truth being combated all the time. And these are the people to do it now. I mean, I love seeing any kind of con man, you know, like I Mm -hmm. like con men in all professions. And the journalistic con man is, is one of the most powerful of all. Yes. I think it's definitely, it's probably my
1: second favorite of his films to, to double indemnity. I mean, double indemnity is such a high. Oh,
0: wow. Better than mark. Sunset Boulevard then. Yeah. I
1: Sunset Boulevard's fine. I, I don't love, I don't love that movie. I, I think it's good. I get why it's appreciated, but I would take this movie over Sunset
0: Boulevard and definitely double indemnity over it. Interesting. I think that's crazy talk, but <laughs> <laughs> I do love this movie. I give it an 8.8 out of 10 okay. carnivals. I think it, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. This one was like immediately after Sunset Boulevard. It too, was. So mm-hmm. Got the good, it's a good place to be. I forgot to read the tagline to this one, Dan. Whoops. Classic Thanks. 100 episode blunder. Because there's only one. It just uh, slipped in through the cracks, but it's All good. Rough, tough Chuck Tatum, who battered his way to the top, trampling everything in his path, men, women, and morals. <laughs> sure. That's basically what just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? All right. Are you ready for some some facts? Hey, if we're at the big carnival, baby, I want to
1: have some fun. I thought you might. So the working title for this movie was The Human Interest Story.
0: (laughs) That's bad. Yeah. I mean, mean, if my working title is like, look, I haven't come up with any title for this. Yeah. (laughs) This is what I got. Clearly, it's not the title.
1: Right. There's no way that would have made it. The the typewriter
0: wouldn't let me go to the next line if I didn't put in a title.
1: Right. After the film was released, uh, it got bad reviews and lost money. The studio, without Billy Wilder's permission, changed the title to The Big Carnival to hopefully increase the the box office sales for the film. Uh, it didn't work. On top of that, Wilder's next picture, Style Like 17, from 1953, was a hit, and he expected a share of the picture's profits. Paramount's accountants told him that since the picture lost money... The money it lost would be subtracted from the profits of Stalag 17. Damn. <laughs> so imagine imagine that. Yes. Yeah, Stalag 17 did really well. So you're, we're going to take anything you got from that and put it against your losses from, from uh, Ace in the Hole. But I mean, Ace in the Hole, I mean, you think about it in the timeline. I mean, if Sunset Boulevard wasn't as big of a success, like, I don't know if that picture maybe didn't get made. I don't know. You know, it, it kind of gets you into a what if scenario. Um, it's a good
0: question, especially because, you know, there's a lot of expenses in this movie. Like, you know, there were quite a lot of extras. They had to build that carnival. I think I even read like that they charged admission at what they built after the filming. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know maybe if it would have been done on the scale that it was, but I feel like it could have existed in some form.
1: Yeah. Um. So residents of Gallup, New Mexico, which is where they, they filmed when they did the location, they were hired. many of them were hired as extras. They were paid 75 cents an hour for a 10 hour day. Um, extras earned an additional $3 if they could bring an automobile to the set. Wow. So if you had that, if you had a, a jalopy, you, you could get a three extra dollars. In if your you had a jalopy, you don't
0: need to be working as an extra on the set.
1: That's true. Kirk Douglas was borrowed by Paramount because he was actually under contract from Warner Brothers and was paid a fee of $150,000 for his portrayal. Huh. In the original script, Tatum colluded with the local sheriff. Um, Joseph Breen of the glorious Hayes Code, and by glorious I mean terrible, (laughs) uh, office strongly objected to the on-screen depiction of a corrupt law enforcement official and insisted Wilder add dialogue making it clear the man eventually would be made to answer for his actions. So, yeah, again, that that darn Hayes Code. Yeah. The final cost of the film was one million eight hundred twenty-one thousand and fifty-two dollars, of which two hundred fifty thousand dollars was paid to Wilder as writer, producer, and director. Um, And this was the first time in his career that he did all three in in a movie. It said that exterior uh, set, uh, which was constructed 19 miles west of Gallup, was the largest non-combat set ever constructed at the time. Wow. It measured 235 feet high by 1,200 feet wide and 1,600 feet deep and included an ancient cliff dwelling, collapsed cave, roadside stands, parking lots, and a carnival site. Underground scenes were filmed at a mock-up at the Paramount Studios on Melrose Ave in in Hollywood. More than a thousand extras and 400 cars were utilized in the crowd scene, so that's a lot of three dollar payouts and 75 cents per hour. Um, No wonder
0: it was such an expensive budget.
1: Yep, and as you mentioned, after the film was completed, Paramount charged admission to the set. Do what you got to do. There was actually a quote that I I got from uh, Ben Mankiewicz. I was I was I was doing some investigation. He he dug up a quote from Billy Wilder that said. About the film, I lost a lot of capital on Ace in the Hole, but it was the best thing I ever did.
0: Ah, good. I'm glad you felt that way, because it's... Yes. In many ways, it's true. I could see how this could be a director's favorite, because... It, yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it's got something to say, more so than any of his films, in many yeah. ways.
1: And, I mean, and in in kind of looking through it, and it kind of makes sense, I mean, definitely at the time, as I as I alluded to earlier, it definitely wasn't well received by the general population, like the audience, like, I mean, they thought it was really dark. And yeah, it is. Um, you know, Not so a crowd pleaser. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, coming into it today, even, you know, I, I, I mean, I highly recommend it, even if like, you know, as we talked about as well, it's, you know, kind of walks a line with film noir, but it's just a really good movie in general. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of where you sit, um it's just a really solid movie and i, I would recommend it to anyone honestly well Not thankfully that we're
0: smarter one. than 1951 dan it because it seems like time <laughs> caught up and, and gave yeah. it the respect it deserves as a criterion yeah. collection i mean i recommend design. also yeah one of the best there ever I mean, was
1: also because of the insert is uh, is literally a uh a mock-up of a of a newspaper it's it's absolutely
0: they really did a great on. job yeah. yeah this was sorry during, the sale is over but
1: Keep it in mind if you don't have it, keep it in mind for the next sale. The next one's in July, or unless they have a flash sale from the site before then, which I'm sure they will.
0: I've been uh-huh. determined to empty out my email in the next month, uh-huh, which is quite an undertaking. Yeah. I've been, you know, I, I find a subject and and search it and then delete all the emails. So I've been going through the criterion once and I found that I have like forty dollars of credits they've sent me over time.
1: Oh wow, there you go. Maybe I'll gotta be... use them
0: up. Yeah also save it i don't
1: know <laughs> yeah i mean like i said i mean I, I usually buy from them when they have their like directly from them when they have their 50 percent off sale yeah
0: yeah exactly You can rack so, up
1: those points and get and get just that good you know get basically get free movies
0: but if you guys got some points and you don't have this one this is definitely a worthwhile one both in, in quality of the film and you also get a nice package with it absolutely they owe you money that you're stealing so much from <laughs>
1: I mean it's on the it's on the registry, right? It's you know it's in the it's in the uh the yeah. US National Film Registry, Library of Congress. It was actually 2017, so very recently. That it took it, that a it while. Yeah, it took a long time, but justly deserved. Anything else, Dan? Nope, just yeah, great movie. I'm I'm glad we were able to to deliver a, a good one for episode 100. We were t- we were kind of going back and forth about, you know, just because we felt it was, you know, a pretty big deal that we Some made milestone. Far, so, absolutely. Yeah, so wanted to pick a good one and i i think we did
0: i think so too but also we got to have a little laugh with the title Absolutely. It worked out in every way that's how you know it's right. the one if we could have a chuckle exactly and also get into it, it maybe we can have the same thing next week dan this title is hilarious we're gonna go to 1962 we're towing the line maybe another debatable one we'll get into mm. that yeah we're talking cape fear baby
1: Feel suspense, suspense that grips your heart in a vice. Feel fear, numbing, paralyzing fear. Cape Fear, starring Gregory Peck, Robert Mitchum, Holly Bergen. Cape Fear, the screen's most terrifying war of nerves. Oh, I've seen the worst, the dregs, but you, you are the lowest. You just put the law on my hands and I'm
0: gonna break your heart with
1: it. I got a little plan for your wife and kids.
0: They're never gonna forget, never. <laughs> Nancy! Nancy! Tell the operator to call the sheriff's office. Send some men out here, fast! Cape Fear, the nightmare that becomes a shocking reality. Oh, now, come on. If you touch me, you'll go back to prison for life. You want to make a little bet on that? But you will! I'm not like Nancy! I'm not afraid to testify, I swear! You've got to believe me! I'm not afraid!
1: which I've never seen
0: that. Wow. I like oh, I we
1: talked about it, but I've never seen it.
0: I am looking forward to this episode more than I already was. That's fun. Yes. fun. ah, Dan, just this dropping,
1: is... dropping truths. Wow. A big episode,
0: hundred episode Shocker. Yep. Dan, what can people find us on Twitter?
1: Uh, it's, uh, out of the podcast.
0: No, that's out of the cast.
1: Oh, it's out of the cast, right. I haven't, I haven't, you haven't asked me to do it in a while, so I'm, I'm rusty. I,
0: well, that's why I need you to yeah. forget. So it's fun again.
1: It's out of the cast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny if you know it. Yeah. Uh, out of the cast for now. Please find us on Instagram, Dan. What's our Instagram?
1: Out of, that's out of the podcast.
0: Oh yeah, baby. Mm. We got an email address.
1: This one I'll never forget. It's the real out of the podcast at Gmail because I was on the, that came up. With
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect yes can people like subscribe rate review on a service
1: definitely any any of the streaming platforms that you get your podcast you can do all of that
0: each one more evil and despicable than the last yeah take your choice
1: yeah I saw that that like all the raps are going around right now and and I, I the only one I do like is the one that somebody made uh, about the you know it just it's like the fe- obviously it's all about the festivals but it's the one that says like Spotify, blah, 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 blah. Nobody's like, getting paid uh, yeah, yeah, nobody's getting bullshit. paid. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And also their CEO is, like, making weapons. Is he really? Or, like, he's, like, contributing. He's using Spotify money. Yeah, money, yeah. Towards weapons, investing in weapons. I don't know. Oh, you know what? I think I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not good. No, no, no. But we did 100 episodes of a podcast, so that's that's <laughs> And we're on good. there, you know, so there's that. I mean, not only are we on there, the the host is owned by Spotify, so... Yeah. We're really in it. Yeah. What we're saying is, check us out on Spotify, everybody. Yes. Now streaming. That's all the stuff we we do, right? To promote? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we want nothing to do with it. Give us a 100-episode rating or review or a subscribe.
1: (laughs) If you've been with us that long, that's awesome.
0: Uh, There's no way anyone's been with us that long, but if you've been with us since, like, episode 10... Yeah, I feel like we got some of those.
1: Or if you're just if you're just listening for the first time, you know, welcome and and we're glad to have you. But it's a good I'm just time saying, to jump in. Yeah, I'm just saying if you know if you've been. With I'm us always a long shocked time, we people go
0: it. and listen to our first episode as opposed to our latest episode, which is always going to be the best we have to deliver You would hope. <laughs> you would yeah, hope, but I'm glad I think people for, like Detour.
1: I I mean, it definitely I I think it depends on the movie, obviously, but in our case, but also when I think about myself, like I, I'm so. If I'm starting something, I want to start from the beginning, you know, like I, I want to start like I want I to see it. the progression. So like there like there is that psychology, but I get it. Like, obviously, you know, you're going to get probably the stronger ones as, as it progresses, you would hope.
0: Maybe we should re-record it. We should uh,
1: remastered edition. Re-ma-
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then Detroit see if remastered. anyone notices.
1: Yeah. Well, we pick a couple episodes and, and do re-evaluations like ones we felt strongest, maybe in a negative way or like one of us had a you know negative reaction to and the other. You know, had the opposite maybe we do a re-evaluation a
0: re- that sounds eventually. like fun but we're also just coming off a neo-noir member i'm not looking for more work at the moment. that's true
1: <laughs> we're talking next year we're talking- we'll be lucky if there's a yeah.
0: 101 at this point so I mean, yes. I mean i guess cape fear we already spoiled it 102 yeah. what are we gonna do who we're knows? so close to the end of the
1: year we gotta stick it out right
0: yes that's the goal anything after that who knows
1: yeah who knows what the future holds
0: not i but I do know what our future holds in the near future. A toast. <laughs> That's true. I was going to say a hundred of these, but we didn't do this until episode 11 or 12 or something.
1: Really? Is that that far out?
0: Whenever we did too late for tears. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. Right.
0: A lot of remembrances on episode 100. Dan. Well, what a great time. Yep. Maybe we'll get to 200. That'd be fun. That would be. 204 might, is the goal it, at this point. Or whatever. <laughs> Lots of things can happen. I think that's really been the main takeaway. Yes. But thanks to the Noiros for 100 episodes. You guys are okay. the best. We would not be showing up to this thing without you. We wouldn't be hitting record at least. Yes.
1: We would just be, <laughs> we would just talking... talk about
0: Noir movies each week, have a yeah. little club. Texting each other. And we should have just done that. Whoops. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> next time. It's too late now. Well, it's too late for that it's too late for tears references to say yep. here's the crime everybody here's the crime 100 in, we're leo. so leo don't despair while you are in the cave and hoping we are up above you